You're listening to the Islamic Sustainable Finance and Investment Podcast, the show discussing the latest and most exciting developments of Sharia-compliant sustainable finance. Agrarius Sustainability Engineered listed its inaugural sukuk worth 500 million rand on the Johannesburg Stock Exchange on the 28th of October. Agrarius is a division of the South African 27-4 group that focuses on investing in the agricultural sector. My name is Marlena Karim, the editor of Islamic Sustainable Finance and Investment, and we are joined by Fatima Vauda, the managing director of 27-4, to talk about this issuance. Hi, Fatima. Thank you for coming on the podcast. Uh, Good day, Marlena. Thank you for having me. So tell us a little about the issuance. How was the Sukuk received by investors and did it meet expectations? Uh, It went beyond expectations. So the Sukuk listing was hugely successful. Uh, We were oversubscribed and the demand for the Sukuk was very, very strong. We have issued, I mean, what we have approval for from the Johannesburg Stock Exchange is for 10 billion rand listed asset-backed note program, uh, of which the proceeds will be invested in sustainable and green projects in the agriculture value chain. Uh, The listing was successful in the sense that the inaugural issuance was 500 million rands and we were oversubscribed of that amount. So being a listed Sukuk, the security is able to be traded on the exchange. Does 27.4 expect the secondary market trading of the Sukuk to be liquid? Uh, We expect it to be extremely liquid, and the reason behind that is, uh, given the face value of the investment, the face value of the instrument is very, very low, and so we expect liquidity to be created by the retail market, accessibility of the instrument uh, through the listed markets also means that that retail investor can easily access the instrument. And given the small face value of the investment, anybody can afford to purchase the investment, creating a market of buyers and sellers. And so we believe that we've already seen significant appetite, of course, with the initial take up was comprised of around uh, 50% institutional long term investors and 50% uh, retail investors comprising of high net worth individuals two smaller sized individuals that took up the initial issuance and we continue to receive quite a bit of interest uh, from both the retail and institutional market uh, for the next issuance and so I think uh, we will be able to achieve the level of liquidity we were looking for. So you mentioned the small face value, was this face value set in mind with liquidity? Yes, absolutely. Um, We really wanted to bring a regulated uh, Sharia compliant uh, debt instrument to the market. Um, And uh, we wanted it to be accessible to everybody, not only to the institutional investor. Uh, And so by keeping the face value of the instrument very low, uh, we are able to bring in broader participation of the retail market in the instrument. So the book build process for the issuance was extended by one day. Why was it extended? Uh, It was extended by one day because of administration related matching exercise. So what you do have is you have uh, bidders coming together and those 
bidders, you know, we eventually need to settle on the profit participation rate. But at the back end, the the bidders uh, bids needed to be backed by bank accounts and and uh, capital values and all kinds of regulatory codes and collection of statutory documentation, etc. And for that reason, uh, we had increased the book build by one day. I see. So it was a technical difficulty then. Uh, administrative headaches with uh, governance and compliance and making sure that all the paperwork was in place from the bidders. So in addition to the administrative headache, as you said, were there any challenges faced in the process of establishing the Sukuk program and listing the Sukuk? And also to give the listeners some context, this is the first local currency Sukuk listed on the JSE and also the first sustainability related Sukuk to list on the JSE. What were some of the challenges that you faced? So we decided to list the Sukuk almost a year ago and have been working tirelessly in the background with our Sharia advisory committee, together with our legal advisors, together with uh, the Johannesburg Stock Exchange. And what we managed to do during that period was really iron out any potential complexities that could arise, given that this is the first issuance. And I'm pleased to say that, you know, we really didn't have any great difficulties arise because everything was tested and various scenarios were considered from a risk management perspective, from pricing related issues to technology issues to distribution issues. And we managed to deal with all of that uh, prior to the listing. So uh, we're pleased to say that the the listing was incredibly successful, both from being oversubscribed, uh, the demand, the appetite, but also the buy-in from the South African institutional as well as retail investor and the commitment displayed by the Johannesburg Stock Exchange in making provisions for this instrument to be listed and the team at the Stock Exchange for welcoming this listing. So you mentioned the buy-in from institutional investors a little earlier. Did 274 expect that sort of proportion of institutional investors for the inaugural issuance? Well, I think, you know, even though this is a Sharia compliant investment, when institutional investors looked at this investment, they did not look at it from a Sharia compliant perspective. They looked at, one, the profit participation rate. Two, they looked at the fact that it was sustainability linked. And three, they liked the fact that they could achieve impact being that the proceeds was to be invested in the agriculture sector. So it ticked so many good boxes because at the end we ended over uh, 11% on the profit participation rate, which is three-month chiba plus 4.75% with semi-annual distributions. Also, all the KPIs that are sustainability linked was important and the level of impact investment achieved because of uh, food security in the agriculture sector uh, resonated very strongly with institutional investors. And we, uh, we've also uh, received a lot of interest from developed market and other emerging market countries that manage sustainability indices in the debt space. And so what, what we've worked out is that 
the fact that the product is an Islamic product is is not keeping conventional investors away from the product because it has all the other benefits associated with it. So essentially being Sharia compliant just means that it is applicable for Islamic investors as well, and it's not deterring conventional investors from the product. Absolutely. Just to recap on that, uh, 50% of the investors in the product were not Sharia compliant investors. It's an extremely interesting statistic. Was that what 27.4 expected? Did, did you expect that sort of participation from uh, non-Islamic investors? Yes, absolutely. I think, you know, again, to just reiterate the benefits of the product, uh, one from the profit participation rate, two from the sustainability nature of the investment, and three from a United Nations sustainability goals perspective, meeting the SDG 5 relating to food security. uh, We knew that all of this would resonate very strongly with the sustainability theme, as well as with earning a very attractive rate, which is above inflation. Circling back to what you mentioned earlier about the Sukuk being oversubscribed, uh, the Sukuk, if I understand correctly, was oversubscribed by 20 million rand. Is Agrarius planning a follow-up issuance? We are planning a follow-up issuance. Of course, we have got 9.5 billion rands we can still issue under the 10 billion rand note program. Uh, Our focus at the moment is to deploy the inaugural proceeds and to ensure a successful delivery of the profit participation and to ensure that we meet our sustainability KPIs. We are at the same time in parallel identifying other green projects within the agriculture sector value chain and continuously conducting research and due diligence and evaluating opportunities in the space. And when we believe we have a successful pipeline of new opportunities uh, that emerge, that we feel uh, confident would generate uh, the level of profit participation, but also from a credit uh, worthy perspective, uh, we will then come to market, but we'll make that announcement before the time. What will the first Sukuk fund? The first Sukuk fund is we have evaluated a couple of projects and in fact our credit committee has approved a number of projects that range all the way from the extraction phase to distribution to consumption to manufacturing to processing and uh, one of the transactions that we've just that has just been approved is in the potato space where uh, we are supporting a, a potato farm farmer who has an offtake agreement with a global multinational potato chips maker. That's all very interesting. So the Agrarius Sukuk is 274's first listed Sukuk. Are there any other listed Sukuk in the pipeline for 274? Uh, We may look at a dollar-denominated issuance in an offshore jurisdiction, and we should be, uh, we, we, we could be looking at that sometime next year. And yes, we continue with our trajectory to bring 
innovative, accessible and regulated uh, products in the Islamic finance space. Uh, we believe that uh, the opportunities in the Islamic finance space are significant and the more innovation and creativity we can bring to this market to develop uh, a liquid and uh, a market that is hugely successful and dynamic is positive for all participants in this market. Absolutely. Thank you, Fatima, for being on the podcast. Sure. You're welcome. Thank you for listening. For more discussions on Islamic sustainable finance and investments, log on to www.islamicsustainable.com. You can also listen to the episodes on your favorite platforms, including iTunes and Spotify.